Exchange Extra. Great batch of questions on this fine Thursday morning. Advi Suresh noticed that Tom Powell turned the ball over to Matt Rowell on the weekend, showing his tracking well, but, <laughs> which we love. <laughs> That's good. Uh, G. Steyer. How far away is Took Miller from overtaking Gary Ablett Jr. as the greatest ever Suns player? I mean, Took is an incredible player and he's mm. the spiritual heartbeat of that football club. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how many bests and fairest did, did Gaza win at that club? And he won a Brownlow there. I think there's still a little bit of way to go. What do you, what do you think? I think Took will end his career as that. Okay. If not Jared Witts. If not. Sam Collins is a pretty good footballer as well. Anyway, Jay Bowen, 1398. What should Libba's next tattoo be? <laughs> I think he's exhausted all the options. There's a lot of ink on that, man. There is. Pat Renahan. Is the buy not getting enough credit for keeping six teams scoreless over the weekend? <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Isaac Kenner, what draft range would Jai Cully and some of the other mid-season draftees have been if they waited for the national draft? Jai Cully, I was told by a few recruiters, would have been in the 25 to 30 range, um, which just goes to show that the mid-season draft is good for thinking long-term because you're getting basically what it would have been a mid-second round pick for nothing into your football club if you're West Coast under these circumstances. But it was a bit different to last year. Jacob Edwards, who went pick one at North last year, some recruiters were saying he might have been like a sort of 15 to 20, like a late first round pick. I don't think the depth of talent in the state leagues this year was as strong. Spicy Nandos. Oh, I love spicy Nandos. (laughs) Peri-peri sauce for the win. I like the salt. Yeah, yum. Uh, which players do you think would be the best cook? Um, Didn't you interview Bailey Smith on his draft night and ask him about his cooking? Did I? You've got a good memory. I don't remember that. I was in the room. That's why I remember. I'm a good cook. I cooked the house down last weekend. <laughs> I made a chicken curry on Friday. Yum. What type? Uh, a red tie chicken curry. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, I did a lamb ragu with pappardelle. Delicious. Lovely. Yeah. But who would be the best AFL cook? Stephen Keneally, I reckon. I reckon he'd put some time and effort into it. Okay. Yeah. And his nonna probably taught him some good stuff. Yeah. I'm going with Bailey Smith just because I remember you asking him the question. He would be like a very fastidious cook. Like he'd be weighing everything, don't you think? Mm. Chris Griff. Which coach without a flag will be the first to win one? Ooh, uh, maybe our man JL. Yes. Cool. Fags this year? Yep. We'll see. Uh, I think this is Darcy. In the next dog's presser can Riley call Bevo dad. (laughs) That would be weird. Uh, This is a relatively funny question if you can see the lighter side of football Kyle Muir who would win a footy match Siggy by himself or the entire North Melbourne team oh <laughs> that's me uh, just getting through it too many good questions Ralph. so many good questions so many good questions 
Lockie Tay, DTA, and a midfielder needing to add goals to their game. Which midfielder needs to add goals to their game, Sarah? Well, on Monday, I was saying that I was impressed that Paddy Cripps had added the goals to his game when we were having that discussion about the Brownlow medal and we were talking about Clayton and, and Paddy. John O'Connor asks, what, if anything, is not an interesting one, according to Riley? Now, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> this is funny because I had someone uh, who's a religious listener to the show. I won't shout them out, but a religious listener to the show texted me saying, um, how much concentration were you putting into last week's episode? And I said, why? And they said, because you said the, you said the word interesting six times in six minutes at one stage. So if you go back to not not last Monday's episode, but the Monday four, apparently between uh, minutes 16 and 22 of the show, I said interesting six times. Well, maybe we were just having an interesting conversation or you were just padding. Yes. Alex Turner. Interesting. What do you call a British Tom Papley that loves tap dancing. Tapping Tom. Pom Tapley. (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs) Uh, Dylan, who is Frio's most influential player? Ooh, that's a good question at this point in time. I reckon Sean Darcy, or as someone said in Death Taxes and Big Sean Darcy. Big Sean Darcy. Yes, the big fella. I like that one. Biggest names to come back in the reserves. Via the reserves. Via the reserves. Uh. Chris Judd came back through the twos once, I think, when he was suspended in 2010. Okay. I vaguely remember that. Anyone else you got? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure that's appropriate for this show, but I'll, I'll, I'll read it out to you afterwards, Sarah. Thank you. Um... Uh, Come on, it's, it's the buy rounds. A quick one's a good one, Riles. Brody asked this question a while back, but he wants to he wants to revisit it. Mm-hmm. Will Collingwood twenty twenty one be like Melbourne twenty nineteen? I don't think so. I think they're in a different list position. Melbourne was set; they had all of the tools there. What I will say about the Magpies, though, is that I reckon in twenty four months they're going to be right back up there in contention because they're playing with a lot of freedom and flair, and I like it. Love this question from Rahul. This will finish us off. Okay. Would you rather be Longmire or Longmuir? Oof-ta. Oof-ta. Longmire just because he's won a flag. See, I... (laughs) I did think through that because when you said Longmire, my immediate thought went back to Longmuir and I couldn't figure out when he'd won a flag. I still do that all the time. Like, I'm going to call, I'm 100% in a press conference and it's going to be one of these dumb ones that are shown live on Channel 7 and there's going to be 100,000 people watching. But I'm 100% going to call him John Longmuir or Justin Longmire one day. And you'll humiliate yourself. I will humiliate myself. Well, yeah. I do that on a weekly basis. Brad and Chris Scott, that that always undid me a little bit. It did. Thank you for listening to Exchange Extra. Just remember, no AFL Exchange next Monday night. We'll be taking an entire bye week and we'll be off on Thursday as well. So we'll be off for the next week, but we'll uh, see you after around 14. It'll be June 20, the Monday. June 20. We'll see you then. 
Hi, Damien Barrett here. The only place to get your daily footy news inside 20 minutes is on AFL Daily. Get the jump on other fans each weekday morning as AFL Daily sets the agenda on footy's biggest stories. A forensic look at the AFL world hits your podcast inbox each morning at 7.30. Subscribe to AFL Daily wherever you get your podcasts to never miss a moment.